Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Welcome and thank you for tuning in to Tennessee Fan Talk, The Volcast, our weekly podcast show where we go over all things Vols. We do record these live stream every Sunday night at 7.30. If you want to get in, tune in. YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, and simply comment, I want in. We'll get you into the show and get you a part of the conversation. Opportunity to review the the film with the guy uh, with the guys today, and and uh, obviously we just pointed out the the things that are controllable by us, coaches and players alike that uh, need to and can be better, um, and uh, opportunity for us to continue to grow from them. Uh, guys had a great attitude and energy uh, inside the building. Anticipate that. You know we got another road test here in, inside the the league, and and uh, against a really quality opponent. And looking forward to that opportunity to to go down to to Missouri and, and play football. So. Um, you know, there are multiple guys that uh, had injuries or, or got nicked up during the course of the ball game the other night. Don't know where those guys are at. Uh, Hendon at quarterback. I'm not sure if he'll be available or not. So we'll see how that transpires here during the course of the week and, and, uh, and go from there. Welcome to Tennessee Fan Talk. It's week four of the SEC, and this was upset week in a lot of places. Just Except not, in Gainesville. Just not in Gainesville. And it's, <laughs> it's the highest we're going to be in the uh, SEC East rankings all year. We'll take it, though. Uh, we, yeah, we'll, we'll go. We we could go right into the rankings. First off, as always, you have myself, Brandon Bird. We have the Duke, Mr. Brad Rush, <laughs> and Professor Notre Dame still sucks up there in the <laughs> Right hand corner. Did they not win? With his. Oh, don't get me. No, get me started. They talk, about the, they talk about the uh, Abdullah Oblongata out there. And, <laughs> <laughs> no, kind of Sanders, your ma- wrong mama's right. Yeah, don't get me started with that game. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. The, the schedule mixed some things up. Matter of fact, let's go ahead and let's let's start off with some rankings here guys in the sec the east look at them tied up for for first with the same record with georgia and kentucky uh, a clean next is florida fourth place i guess is what you'd say tied for fourth is mizzou tennessee south carolina and down in the cellar where we predict vanderbilt will stay the rest of the year on the West, little different story. Some of those with no conference games, yes, like um, like Ole Miss has not played a conference game yet. 
But Alabama, who would have thought Arkansas would have been rolling in there at uh, a clean second? They're actually tied for Alabama with Alabama, I believe. Uh, LSU, Auburn, Ole Miss, uh, Mississippi State, and A&M. Guys, we thought A&M at the beginning of the season was going to be contending for the West. Not so much the case. I'd say just go ahead and hang it up if you're an A&M fan. Kind of like if you're a Clemson fan. <laughs> See what I did there? Ooh. See what I did yeah. there? Yeah, that's another one. Clemson, to me, was more of a surprise than A&M. They were the faux orange, you know what I mean? Dude, like they're not when the, they, the most they, underrated cheaters in the league. When they said on ESPN, hey, swap over to ESPN News or the ESPN Plus app if you want to start with the Tennessee-Florida game, I was like, eh, it'll – uh. It's recording, and it'll air again at 2 a.m., and it'll record, and I can pick and choose. I want to see NC State win. And I'm telling you, if you're their kicker and you've already missed two, I would be like, okay, second-string kicker, he, this is you. He almost he, yeah, he almost lost his contract with tough acting to acting. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Speaking of done for the year, this is yet another team under another head coach that cannot play four quarters of football. Mm. And the entire game, all you're hearing, other than when they were just in love with Florida the entire time. <laughs> Joe Tessator, I thought he was my friend. Is is them saying Josh Heupel and his powerful offense. Josh Heupel and his powerful offense. This is what he's known for. Powerful offense. I, I like the idea of a fast, up-tempo, get it going. The problem with it is, is if you do not put points on the board, it gasses your defense. Defense yeah. looked great first half. And I don't need, mm-hmm. you know, even coming back after halftime, you know, that happens where they've made an adjustment and you didn't quite adjust to them and, and you know, they, they go down there and score. That happens all the time. You know, it's what you do after. And they did nothing. Florida has proven that they are a second-half team two weeks in a row. You know, what is their future hole? Who do they play next week? Kentucky. Oh, that'll be a good game. Yeah. That'll be battle of of offenses. Battle for second place in the East. Georgia's going to win. I think think Florida wins against Kentucky. Oh, I do too. I agree. I think – I mean, I'm getting sick and tired here about these bums from Kentucky. And then Vanderbilt goes down to Florida, so that's just a mm-hmm. uh, yeah, yeah. Kentucky, Kentucky might give Florida a game though. They no, may, they may give, uh, they may give them a game. Mm. Go ahead, Luke. You go ahead and talk about the Tennessee Florida game because I have a couple, two or three things to say. So I'm going to let you go ahead before I preach on it. Well, uh, let, let, let me let me give you the segue right here. Emory okay. Jones, 21 for 27, 209 yards, two touchdowns. He had 144 yards on the ground with 49 being his longest. Emory Jones played the game of his life. Coming into that game, I thought it might be a little bit of a trap game, um, you know, because you you never knew what you, t- you know never know what the team's gonna kind of feel like going in there, you know. They may say, "Well, 
we had we almost beat Alabama, so you know we should be able to go to you know play Tennessee and give a you know a half-ass effort and still be able to just you know beat them by 14 points. But you know to give them credit, they looked focused while they were out there. Emory looked really good. Um, uh, the you know, uh, but as as far as Tennessee is concerned, um. If Tennessee can get the personnel that Josh Heupel needs in there um, to run that fast-paced offense, like I saw flashes of some of some things that could give a lot of teams in the SEC problems. And, and, you know, you know, it's either, you know, it was drop passes, it was overthrown balls, but, you know, but the way that they were running that offense, like, yeah. And if they get the right personnel in there, yeah, they, they could do something. Um, And now, now here's the question is hype. We're going to be able to recruit to get those type of players into Tennessee. Um, you know, he doesn't eventually. have to, he doesn't have exactly eventually. And he doesn't have to have the, the, the five-star players. He just needs those three-star players that he can get into that, that, that he can mold into that high speed, high tempo offense. Um, so I, I did see flashes of, of things that were promising for Tennessee, um, but uh, but but yeah, they just it, they you know it's like I said last week. If I was Tennessee, I every fourth down I would have gone for it. Yeah, I mean, what, no what, 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 I, what do you have to lose? Like if you're gonna, does it matter if you get beat fifty six to fourteen or if you get beat twenty one to fourteen? Like it, it, it's really not gonna matter. So I was, I was really hoping that that last attempt down there, um, you know, o- other than Milton, still cannot throw a ball. Nope. Uh, no. I'm like I'm like, come on, guys, just score, just please. Hooker, score. Hooker's got it. Hooker's got it from now on. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. But I'm like, I mean, Hooker can't throw score. it either, but he throws it he, better than Milton. He throws it better than Milton. I'm like, if if, yeah. you, if you could score, a lot of people lose the money on the spread. <laughs> so come on. Yeah. And it dropped. Guys, the spread started off as a 30 point favorite for Florida and it by by game time it was uh, 18 or 19. Yeah, and if Tennessee's going to have any success moving forward, they're going to have to it's like Brandon was saying, it, it puts your defense in a bad spot if you don't convert, but it did, that's did, if I mean, that's the only you way see, you can move the ball. Did you see Cooper Mays and how hurt oh, yeah. he was? And, yeah. Why would you not pull him out? Why would you allow him to continue to play? You're trying to bust it up yeah. the middle. Because we've had right. 77 people enter the daggum transfer portal, so we have no depth, none. That's why they didn't pull him. He was out there on a damn cane trying to stand up, <laughs> snapping the ball. He's sitting there like this. Y'all ready? Okay, here we go. You know. <laughs> <laughs> and small tackled for a loss, right? He has his center. hurry. Can't he had his hurricane. Why. He had his hurricane out there, so he'd let it stand his stand up by itself, you know. <laughs> and he'd grab it real quick. Oh yeah, I've seen eighty-year-olds with multiple hip replacements move better than he was moving in that game. Yeah. So I think Saban with his hip replacement can move better than that. But I mean, I respect the effort, though, right? Like I'm glad that he's like, you know what? We don't have anybody behind me. 
I mean, it's going to hurt us even worse if I'm out, even though it's hurting us. I mean, it was. I mean, it was kind of like having Taylor Lewan in there trying to block. You know what I mean? Hendon Hooker went 13 for 23, 221 yards, two touchdowns. So he beat Jones in yardage. His average was better mm-hmm. um, with less attempts, or you know, with less completions. I'm sorry. Milton, a story of his life, two for eight. Mm-hmm. In um, in rushing, you know, out, outside of Emory Jones is 144 yards. Uh, uh, Pierce had 62 over there. Uh, Small and Evans did okay, 109 yards between them. That was one of the brighter spots of the game for us. It, Evans looked good. He definitely he looked better than Small, but uh, but you know they had the same amount of attempts and roughly the same amount of yards. Um, receiving Peyton come in uh, with his 82. Mm-hmm. Uh, yards with two receptions. Evans himself with that uh, that long bomb uh, in the first quarter to for his touchdown. Velas Jones Jr. Uh, he he needs to be the senior leader right there. And I love that they get out to the tight end. You know a little bit. No, I agree. Here's what I picked up from the game. Here's how you can tell this is Heupel's first year, and it's not that. I mean, like there was glimpses of you know flashing the pan for a couple plays. It was because, I mean, I'm serious. Like this is this. I think this is a positive. The reason that we got whipped is because we didn't have the talent to keep up with Florida. It wasn't because the game plan. Because the game plan was there. I would even say the coaching was there, minus a little bit of the, uh, you know, the discipline. Because that's. I mean, like my man just flat out tackled the guy on the freaking punt. I mean, that's what the halo. I mean, that's what the protection. What the halo rules for, right? He's like, ah, hell with it. I'm just going to run this guy over. Maybe they won't see me. Oh, and then I get hit with targeting, too. Oh, double whammy. I'm done for the day. But anyway, Correct. that shows that Heupel did not have the opportunity to bring the guys that he wanted. He just kind of got handed this team. Give him a couple. You know, he was able to get who he could get out of the yeah. transfer point. Yeah, yeah. No, right. yeah but give, yeah. give him a couple years and get him some guys that he really wants to go hard after. And I'm not saying we're going to win. And I'm, I mean, I was pretty happy with the first half, if I'm being honest. I'm like, dang, we're doing a lot better than I thought we were. But I also said last week is that a win for Tennessee is us scoring 21 points on offense. We didn't. You know, I picked this game to be 42-38. I got the 38 right. What did I pick? Something 14. 48-10. I was pretty close. And, Luke, you had 38-10. Wow, Luke. 38-10. <laughs> well, that was a good one. I'm getting gotten pretty close on these picks. T- I'm t- I'm ho- hopefully you're uh, hopefully you're laying a little bit down. So I've never you seen know. you wear a Florida shirt, and you're just gonna throw one on right now. What you got your jorts on? That's the real question. You got your jorts on? <laughs> nah, but I can go get a pair out. <laughs> <laughs> Since I'm sewing it out there because I went through a Dooley error, I went through a Butch Jones error when I witnessed Derek Dooley beat Butch Jones, so I knew that wasn't going to be good. Um, Pruitt, who nobody knew who he was, he stinks, obviously. Now we got a guy that I think deserves the time. You give Heupel some time, I think he might have a chance to become more competitive in the East and keep at least get a three a three team. Maybe even fourteen, considering Kentucky, it might it might bring it closer into the East if he gives him a couple years where I, he can I get some guys. Yeah, I tell you what, 
what's 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 really gonna ha- what's really gonna help Tennessee if if Hypo can get the 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 players that he needs in there to run that fast paced yeah. offense. You know that is the one thing that gives every other SEC defense hell every year. Like you watch Lane Kiffin the way he runs at Ole Miss, that whole run and gun style offense where they yep. just. You know, it is. I mean, as soon as that ball is ready, they're going. They're going. They're going. They're going. And you know, that gives that gives every SEC defense just a hell of a hard time to try to defend against that. So, Hypel, I think if he can get the right guys in there, he needs guys who are fast. Yep. Um, I was going to say he needs to start recruiting on the Dagum track team. Exactly. He needs speed. He needs speed. He needs, he needs, you know, um, uh, you know, I, I think that they can work with the offensive line that they've got. Obviously they're going to need to get better. Um, but if you're going to run that's those. That's not our weak point. That's not our weak point. No, the, that's, the that's quarterback's the weak point. Yet. The quarterback's the weak point. Yeah. Yeah. Your quarterback is your weak point right now. That's, that's yeah. You are a hundred percent accurate about that. Um, but, um, but yeah, they're gonna. If I think he's that Tennessee's biggest problem is they're gonna have to stick with Heupel for at least five four years, years. Five, four or five, five years, five, at least five. Five years. Yes. I mean, we're gonna, have to, got, we're gonna have to take the threats from freaking um, what's his name that owns Pilot? My mind Haslam. is like Haslam. Haslam. I'm, quit, yeah. I'm gonna pull the money. You gotta fire him. I'm gonna Haslam. Go to hell. Just give us a chance. You own the Browns, and the Browns stink. If you think you know how to run a football program, look at the Browns. Okay, just yeah. give us a give us a chance because he's the biggest booster we got, right? Get, get, you have to give Heupel five years. If he doesn't produce in five years, I can accept him getting out. Give yeah. him five years. Yeah, they just can't keep they they can't Tennessee just cannot keep doing what they're doing, which you know r- rotating coaches every three years. They just. Yep. That they cannot do that. The, the, no, the I mean, ghost of Dagum Philip Fulmer still haunts us, even though he's still alive. Yeah, you know what I mean. We had right. no re- we had no business firing Philip Fulmer the way we did to get Lane Kiffin, and Lane Kiffin said, "Oh, peace out, peace." I'm, go- I'm going to USC, which you can't you can't blame the man for that, right? No, I mean it's yeah. I mean I, he I, said from the very beginning it was his dream job, and so I mean I mean it was his dream job till it uh, wasn't. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, yeah. So. Uh, I mean, I don't hate Lane Kiffin for that. And then they threw freaking Derek Dooley in there because, oh, he's got a last name. He's got the, the pedigree of the SEC. His dad was the coach at Georgia. And then we're like, oh, crap, what are we going to do? Let's hire Butch Jones. And Butch Jones stunk. He's like the biggest fraud that's ever walked this earth <laughs> besides that gum Ed Orgeron. He's, Ed Orgeron is the largest fraud. The second largest fraud is Butch Jones. For the viewers looking on to the live show, we want to thank you for tuning in. If you're checking this out afterwards, thank you as well. Remember to follow us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, Twitter. It's all the same at TN Fantalk. For the guys here, Mr. Duke and and that Notre Dame still sucks. <laughs> We hope that y'all enjoy this coming week of football. I dare say that I will, especially that Ole Miss-Alabama game. That'll be a good one to watch. Big orange. Go Ole Miss. Big orange. 
And if you want to know what our picks are looking like, check out the show on Thursday for the uh, the picks from the fellas here. Thank you again for tuning in. Check us out on the pick show. Have a good weekend. Go balls.